Good morning, City Church. This is Eric with a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's word, a moment of grace. My high school chemistry teacher, Mr. Hoffman, was legend. He had one real eye and one fake eye. I don't know, chemistry accident? As you'd expect, knowledge of his visual acuity was passed down grade to grade at our school. And there were some of us who learned to sit on the side of the classroom corresponding to his fake eye. The impairment to his peripheral vision thus allowed us to sneak in and out of the classroom at will and to busy ourselves with various shenanigans. One class period, we were conducting some sort of experiment using a thin copper coil. And I suggested to my lab partner, Alice Eubank, that I use the coil to pierce her earlobe. Surprisingly enough, she was game. Now, lest you think I'm some sort of animal, I insisted that we sterilize the coil before I attempted to jab it through her earlobe. I grabbed some alcohol from the supply closet, which conveniently was also on the fake eye side of Mr. Hoffman's classroom. And after dipping the coil in alcohol, we heated it up over a Bunsen flame to further burn off any impurities in the metal. I remember this moment from high school chem class this week as I read from 1 Peter 1, verses 1 through 9, which is one of the daily office lectionary passages for today. It's a remarkable section full of a torrent of gospel reminders from Peter as he tries to encourage early Christians who must have been discouraged since life drains faith. After describing the living hope that is theirs through Jesus' resurrection and the unfading heavenly inheritance that will be revealed to them, Peter says this, beginning in verse 6, In this you rejoice. Though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, I realize that's an earful, but let me tell you why I think it's so important. Peter exhorts these Christians to keep rejoicing in the blessings of their faith and their hope, even in the midst of the various trials they're facing. He's encouraging them through the suffering that they are facing and that they will face. The reason standing behind his encouragement is that the test of suffering will reveal the genuineness of their faith. Have you ever thought that way about suffering or trial? Have you ever considered that difficulties that you face in life have the ability to demonstrate the certainty, the validity, and the power of your faith in God's love? Now, this doesn't mean a test like you might take a test in school to see whether your faith makes the grade. Rather, it's more like a stress test that demonstrates the strength and the purity of faith. That's what Peter gets at with his metaphor of gold. He's describing the process in which a precious metal is heated up so that impurities can be separated from that which is really valuable. The dross of sin and doubt and faithlessness are burned away, leaving pure gold. Even high school me understood this principle well enough to heat up that copper coil to burn off any impurities before plunging it through poor Alice Eubanks' earlobe. Peter's point is this, if such a process of burning away impurities is used of earthly metals that will one day perish and be forgotten, how much more should we expect a similar process to occur in the crucible of life as God tests and proves the genuineness of our faith, which does not perish, but leads to our salvation? 
Trial and suffering and pain are not fun. They grieve us, as Peter says, and as we should truthfully admit. Suffering need not be searched out in some sort of exercise and masochism. But when trials do come to us in this fallen world, when we face suffering of any kind, we ought to look for God's purpose in it. And that's why we can rejoice. God's not absent from our suffering. He is with us as our Emmanuel. And God will use such trials to prove our faith. God will use such trials to solidify our hope in heaven. Today, City Church, remember that you have been born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus. And you are being guarded even now by God's power for the salvation that is yours through faith. Remember that as you endure trial and hardship today. After all, that's what allows us to stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A dot com. And thanks for listening.